morning, good afternoon, maybe good night, friendos. It is leading off. I'm the Welsh, that's Casey Bubba, and we're brought to you by Price Picks. Use that promo code leading off today. Get locked in, get hooked up, and play some Price Picks because we are going to be prize picking today. Oh, dear friendos, I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys are winning your playoff matchups. I am continuously every night looking at the scores, updating, trying to see where I can get an edge. Maybe we can help you today. A little bit less news at the top that we're going to do or just headlining type of things in replacement of maybe helping you guys pick up some players. I've got some category chasing, so I picked a player that is readily available across the board if you're trying to pick up some hitting categories we're going to be talking about some streamers for the weekend streaming i've got some options we can dig through answer your questions we got some bets we got a little bit of this a little bit of that we don't have a corbin carroll and i destination today i uh I was going to say my creativity, but not to break the fourth wall, Bubba, but we didn't travel anywhere, but I am wearing the Corbin Carroll shirt, the fun Friday shirt. This is the official Corbin Carroll shirt. If everybody wants to know, like, see here, look, Um, this was us at the Grand Canyon and see, it's the same shirt. So it is the, (laughs) there we go. There's the fun shirt. (laughs) I know it's a Kokomo Friday. Oh, wrong show. Sorry. You gotta, you gotta love it. How are we doing, brother? We're doing good. We're doing good. It's a Friday Ready to get into the weekend. Uh, baseball still cranking out, but it's just been some weird stuff on the diamond lately if you're playing fantasy. So buckle up for the last two weeks is all I can say. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you should be relatively prepared for that. I think I kind of yeah. forget. I do this every year. I forget how wild the last couple weeks are uh, from a betting perspective, like trying to get in on like prop bets. I didn't have a good day on Wednesday. The bets are weird. The games are weird. The playing time is odd. It, everything is, it is a very strange time of year. And it also creates the, Bogman, I did this on ITL where he wanted to do his whole like, ah, we should end by September 1st type of thing. And it's like, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe, maybe but, it's just yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's almost yeah, I don't, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We wouldn't kinda, be doing the, we wouldn't be doing this if that's the case. A very good point. Yeah, you, yeah. He's trying to take jobs away from yeah. good, hardworking yeah. fantasy Come people. On, is, yeah. Which is ridiculous, but I don't know. I think it also kind of comes back to like the crybaby nature of some of the stuff where it's like, oh, I can only play Roto, blah, blah, blah. Like I like variants. Um, it does stink and it hurts sometimes, but I enjoy variants across the board. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, you and I are not this, but you can easily find out how at least half of the fantasy baseball Twitter space is. But Heim Bloom fired from the, um, uh, from the Boston Red Sox and everybody's got to take because they're all Red Sox fans. Not you and I, we're West Coast guys, one of the few West Coast guys. But you just forget how many Red Sox fans are out there because everybody is like, like this is just like a simple firing and everyone's like, take, 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 take machine. But um, I hate his name, so I'm glad he's gone because I look at his name and I want to say a chain. I want to be super like dumb, but I don't know. Did you have any thoughts that uh, 1,200 other analysts haven't already said on Twitter? You know, it's actually pretty funny the way you said that because I mentioned it on a, the first pitch last night. I'm sitting there going, I had no idea he was such a polarizing figure until the firing took place. Like like you said, like it seemed like 80% almost was like from the rooftops. Thank God it finally happened. There's 20% going, oh, he was just doing his job. That's what they hired him to do. And, you know, now they're throwing him out. You know, they're, they're blaming him for what they told him to do, blah, blah. I think it's funny. I don't care either way. The Red Sox, you know, they're going to Red Sox. They're either going to spend money or they're going to keep doing what they're doing. I don't think it's going to matter who's in that seat. But uh, I thought I thought it was funny to see all the reactions, like you said. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. So this one time, um, 
yeah, <laughs> Gentile of me. Well, I, it's just the name. It's the name is frustrating. I look at it. I think I literally said it earlier in the air. I was like chain, and they're like, no, hi. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I call him chain every time I see it. Chain, not even am. It's like, like, <laughs> I don't even. I don't it's just it's it's a it's a very jolting. But I like have a dumb brain sometimes, so it doesn't yeah, matter. We all do. That's why we this go one time a long long time ago, Bogman and I were asked to come on um, this radio show. It was this New York radio show. And we we went on and they didn't really give us a prep, but this was like um, I, I want to say this was like a basketball time or something like that. And, and we and we went on and it was like the first question out the gates. I got I'm trying to think of who it is. Do you remember who the Knicks owner was? Um, someone's going to say it in the chat. Whoever the Knicks was, owner was. Was it not Dolan, right? No, it was Dolan. It was. Do okay. uh, I think so. And the first question out was like, so. What you think about uh, all this stuff going on with Dolan? And we, me and Bogman were both like, "What? Like, huh?" And then and 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 we realized like it's such an it was an East Coast bias thing. Like that's the only thing that they live and breathe was like that side. And we had no idea it was going on. This reminded me of the Heim Bloom thing. Hundred percent. Like, okay. like I think the the Red Sox screwed it up. They screwed up the Mookie Betts trade without question. Big time. Um, it hurts because you're seeing. The Orioles compete for a playoff run. The Yankees still kind of being the Yankees. The Rays are being better. You know, like everyone's competing. Well, so I know it like hurts and stuff, but it just doesn't like mean anything to anybody else. But I know like Red Sox fans are like, ah, we got him. And then, but then you're inundated with it. But it is kind of the biggest news. But it's, it's pretty funny though. Like you mentioned, the, he, he messed up the Mookie best trade, which he did. There's no, no denying that. But then I saw a tweet the other day, a couple of days ago, actually, about the A's and like, what they re the return for like Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, and one of the other trades that was worse than the Mookie Betts trade. And no one in Oakland's oh. getting fired because they're just trying to move down. My point is, you're seeing the difference between winning franchises and the A's. And the A's, are like, ah, oh, whatever. We we tried. But well, you're the, also seeing East yeah. Coast bias. This is a ver True. this is the newer version of East Coast bias. But I think I like think if the A's guy got fired, it wouldn't be as crazy because it's the A's. I guess I don't know. Yeah, like would. Um, the Angels, if they got rid of their leadership, would this be like twelve hundred? Maybe you know what? Actually, it might, it might be, it might be it countrywide because of the Otani stuff. Because, well, it that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like, would yeah. this be bigger? If uh, I'm trying to think, I can't think of who the hell it is. If they fired the Angels management, would it be bigger than the Heim Bloom situation? It could be. But I kind of don't think it would be because of the bias, but it should be because should like be they're a disaster and how they can keep going about it. But uh, you know what? Sometime would do. There'd be a fun like mini show, mini series to do. Uh, MLB's worst trades and go back and look at like the awful it, trades because you, yeah, you think of like just in the last ten years, some of the trades that we've seen, it's pretty. Pretty astonishing. I always like to when uh, a trade is finalized, like over time, like what's coming to mind here is the Diamondbacks have made multiple just horrifically bad trades. And then when the last piece is gone, you'll get the article from that one writer who's like, ah, the last remnants of this. And they'll be like, this was the last remnants of the Goldie trade when Carson Kelly got designated. And it's just you look back and you're like, Bleh. Like they're yeah. all just so awful. Yeah, I, won't um, even, I won't even ask, uh, but I have a hunch the Swanson trade didn't go so well. No, that, well, that I'm telling you, you go back and look like, I think this year had like the final, final remnants. One of them, Nick Ahmed got designated and everyone was like, Oh, here's the last, uh, Justin of the Justin Upton trade. And I, I got oh, the Upton trade, man. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. And then the Swanson trade, cause I was with the Braves and then the Swanson yeah. trade was a total disaster. Goldie trade disaster, but you know, who's counting, who's counting. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, you know what? 
you just turned me into the Red Sox fans. I'm making it about all these bad trades. Well, the last thing I'll say, then people could probably not care about this anymore, is it's funny. If Giants fans, like yesterday there was a big debate, should they keep Farhan or and Kapler, and management said they're keeping them through next season at least, where all of a sudden I didn't even realize it. There was a large like mob saying they should be fired and replaced because they're not doing a good job. So yeah, I was I mean, like, wow, I did not see that one coming. So it's every team is what I'm trying to say. It just depends on where your ear lays at night, basically. Yeah, it's it's the head hunting. It's just the difference yeah. is the headlining article on, on ESPN oh, is, is going to be a Red Sox sure. owner and not. Just wait you know, till like, Cashman's gone. That's going to be fun. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> going to be fun. They might have, I mean, not that ESPN would have to, like, cover baseball. But if they did, they'd have, like, a special. <laughs> you know, they'd shut it down and they'd be like, dun, 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 breaking oh, yeah. special. The cap, it the might, Cashman it might be, era. It might come on national television if Brian Cashman gets fired. It might be breaking news. Like That might be the thing that gets ESPN to talk about baseball in That would be amazing. During football season, it might make like the top five things on the website yeah a couple notes uh, from interesting stuff that happened over the last 24 hours Kodai Singa dominated the Diamondbacks six innings struck out 10 as the Mets blowing out the Diamondbacks pushing them back and Kodai Singa just continues to be good on the back half of the year he is good we talked a bunch about like what that like top 15 20 SPs are going to be boy Senga is going to be in that conversation and might I don't know if he'll be cheap ish or if he's going to kind of fall into a the blobby territory like scott and white and uh spore like to have used the term blob maybe he's going to be in there i think i'm going to be very invested in kodai singa next season i, I love kodai singa um in that early draft that we started the first seven rounds again real draft for those that keep track at home he did not get drafted and um i was shocked because i had him on my radar but the way the flow of the draft was uh i i needed to field some other spots that were drying up quickly I wanted to take him in round six. I didn't end up taking him at all. Ryan Bloomfield has the first pick coming back, and we've talked about it multiple times. He he's pretty locked in on something crazy. I've been saying as the first pick around. So I think so. Like how many how many pitchers does he have? Uh, I think he has two. He has two starting oh, pitchers. I mean, Senga is like SP3. Oh, yeah. That's like... why I, I have Yuri Perez and Scherzer, and I'm just like, I should have just taken Senga, but I needed I had no closers and closers were almost gone. So I had to take a close like in a draft and hold format where you can't add closers, you need at least something. And that's what dictated it. Otherwise, I had Senga for sure. Hindsight, three, amazing. Hindsight from a month ago. I think next year I've not worked on my ranks. I'm not gonna. T- I'm gonna in October. I'm gonna like start my initial yep. rank and stuff. With you there. My initial reaction this moment: Senga over Scherzer next. Hundred percent. I'm with yeah, you without question. Yeah. So, that's but that's what, what a month. That's what's fun change. about these early drafts. It's like yeah. if you win some, you lose some. I'm like, you're gonna get some values in round 15 and 16 or something. You're like, wow, awesome. And there's these other ones. You're like, not good, Bob. Yeah, you're right. Uh, also, in just like paying off right now, getting back to the uh, we're talking about the Yankees and the Red Sox, but Michael King, eight strikeouts, one run, four and two thirds, not getting the big run, but getting stretched out as a starter. Yep. Pay attention to this next year. And I feel pretty confident about Michael King the rest of the way through whatever those starts are going to look like. I don't know what his schedule is next week. If he pitched uh, yesterday, he's probably only going to have one. This next he's week, two, do you have that up? More starts. He's got two more starts. I'm literally just loading. Oh, does he? Now. Well, two more starts yeah, on the end of the year, but not two starts next week. Oh, yeah, one next start week. next week. Sorry, my bad. So um, starting next we week, the New York Yankees, Michael King, who I do agree with you on this. I thought people should have grabbed him this past week, but the Yankees, he will get versus Toronto, and then his final start, he could get two starts the last week at Toronto, at Kansas City, potentially. So he could have three more starts, two Toronto starts and a KC start. Toronto's mm, wishy-washy. A lot of strikeouts. Yeah, it's wishy-washy, but I, I think the strikeouts are there. He's been he's not, yeah, if he could get to five or six, that'd be great. Maybe that's will. next year. He thing. will. That's the thing. I was looking at uh, the stretching out part. Like you mentioned, the four and two thirds. You'd like to see more. 
but he got up to 87 pitches. He's gone 61, 69, 79, 87. He's going to be close to 100 now. He's going to get you the win chance. I also think the pitching market that's available in like most leagues, like you it's might not great. people. Well, yeah, exactly. Someone listening, you might have like awesome pitchers out there, but like I would say, like the general, um, you know, leagues that everybody's playing in, there's just not really great pitchers. There's not good st- two starts and stuff that like I would be more into prioritizing and I, I did this like on cbs earlier in the week so you'll know where i'm going but like even if a guy is like a you know more of a um three to four inning guy if i can yeah. get one or two of those guys that maybe they jump into a win or maybe you know the stretched out nature of it's in question i would rather have michael king or christopher sanchez is yep. what the whole conversation was around than trying to like pigeonhole unless i'm in a points league and then in, instead of trying to pigeonhole just some random starter in there that might you know like having to start brandon fought today that's not a great yeah, feeling 100%. that's really not a good feeling i would rather have a christopher sanchez who can go three or four innings maybe two or three times in a or two even two times in a week get better strikeouts maybe sneak in a win then get blown out by you know fought's gonna get lit up today it's yep, just brutal he's gonna get cubbies. Lit up. uh pepio and king those are the two guys if, you, if they're available for you for the last two weeks i'd go and get them quickly pepio's got tigers and two giant starts so have i fun. agree uh, all right so category chasing we're gonna answer your questions so you have a couple more minutes if you are on the live stream podcast listeners come and hang out with us a couple more shows um we will uh, answer your questions here in just a second but i put together some category chasing i use the last 14 days as a little bit of a barometer here are some players, and Bubba, if you want to throw in a player, please do. You can also tell me what you think of these. Four categories. I'm not worrying about batting average just because, like, I don't know, it's a bigger crapshoot. But if you're chasing homers, runs, RBI, stolen bases, here are some guys that could be readily available. Number one, if you're trying to chase homers on the open market, we've talked about him, Nelson Velasquez. Four homers over the last two weeks. That is a home run category chase that I think you can do. Anybody you want to add, Bubba, to the uh... – I, I absolutely love Velasquez. For some reason, Torque's still available. Like, it's surprising. The one that I'd mention actually is um, Wilmer Flores. He's a little less than what you got with uh, – Yeah, I almost put him on Flores here. has been very sneaky good. He's batting it. He actually helps you in almost all four categories outside stolen bases. Yeah, I, I only added one, but if, had yeah. I added two, he would have been number two on the list. Yeah. Runs. How about this? In Detroit, Matt Veerling – 12 runs scored over the last two weeks. That is almost a run per day. If you're chasing some runs right now, he is getting some proverbial run with the Tigers. That would be someone I would pick up in the runs department. Um, Over on RBI, this one has been weird, but Robbie Grossman's been hitting three in some instances for this team. He has nine RBI for the Rangers over the last two weeks. So that could be another one of those options is, and, when you're hitting three, by the way, what's so great about that is you were hitting in behind Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager on that team. So that, chances. yeah, that could be a really nice opportunity. And then finally, if you're going for stolen bases, I actually put two here. Bryce Terang with Milwaukee. He has Love five it. stolen bases over the last two weeks, as well as Jacob Young with the Nationals. Batting average isn't there, I think, with Young, but he has four stolen bases. So if you're chasing stolen bases, those would be where you can open market, get Anybody else you want to add that I didn't bring up as far as any of the four category chasers? Yeah, surprisingly, Jack Sawinski's hitting for average right now, and he's available in a ton of leagues, and he's got three homers and three steals over the last two weeks. Um, he'd be one to look at. And you, and Tommy Pham, I know we always joke about him, but no one rosters him, and he's still being very, very productive. I, he's so available. Yeah. He's the biggest You'd be surprised. Up. Like a lot of 12s, it's like a 50-50 shot in most of the leagues I'm in. 
He's an absolute slam if he is available out there. Uh, I also wanted to move up just in the prep. I wanted to move move up the weekend streamers that we usually talk about, and I put them here. So I put a Saturday. I put three starters on Saturday, three starters on Sunday. You pick one that you like the best because these might not all be the best options, but I put together three that I thought made the most sense. On Saturday, JP France is going up against the Royals. Tyler McGill. Tyler McGill is going up against the Reds and Ranger Suarez is going up against St. Louis. McGill is the only home game there. The other two are on the road. So JP France is in Kansas City. Ranger Suarez is in St. Louis. You pick one to stream on Saturday. Which one are you going with? I think I'm going with McGill because that Cincinnati offense has hit a complete roadblock. It's been really rough. At least McGill should be able to get you strikeouts. So that's the angle I go to there. Not great Americans. Give me McGill. That's mine too. If you had to rank them, I think I would go McGill, France, and then Ranger Suarez. France is not phenomenal. I go, I go but, Suarez over France. That's my. That's yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not super against it. It's yeah. just like the Kansas City offense. Um, um, maybe attack that a little bit. I want to mention just one for people to keep an eye. Oh, he's not pitching this weekend anymore. Uh, no, he is. Uh, Gibson Long. Nick Pollock turned me on to him. Uh, you'd probably know him as a prospect. Sawyer Gibson yeah, Long. Sawyer Gibson Long. Uh, he's going to be pitching Saturday. And I think there is some viability there going up against the Angels offense that is dreadful. And then you get Oakland next week. So he'd be a guy to watch. Okay. Uh, on Sunday, here are your three. Jordan Wicks at Arizona. Jordan Wicks has been phenomenal, but, you know, it's still Arizona's offense. Arizona's been struggling. Reed Detmers going up against the Tigers. I've been attacking the Tigers. I love Griffin Canning today here on Friday, by the way. Uh, Reed Detmers going up against Detroit. Both of those are road games. A home game, Jose Quintana going up against the Reds in New York. So you pick one to stream on Sunday. Who are you going with? This one's interesting because everyone hates Quintana, but he limits the damage so well, like really, really well. I'm going to go read Detmers over the strikeout upside versus Detroit. I'm going to take Detmers. The volatility and run prevention has been there for Detmers, but I'll take Detmers strikeout upside. But don't don't just poo-poo Quintana because it's Jose Quintana. He's actually been pretty darn good. Quintana's my choice. That's my he's choice. Been, he's been very good. I will not hate on that at all. Yeah, I think you can also, like when we did category chasing, you could look at some of these guys and you could say if you're chasing strikeouts, McGill and Detmers, Detmers of the six sure. we've talked about have probably the best upside. Ranger Suarez and Quintana probably have the best potential to go Ratio. long. And uh, yeah, in ratio in ratios are in there. But also I would say the biggest upside ratio guy might be Jordan Wicks against the Diamondbacks. Because Jordan Wicks has got yeah. like a so I think it's like last 30 days of sub two yeah, yeah, so he he's the upside play, but, but he the also strikeouts disappeared. Lasting. He struck everybody out in his first start. He strikes out nobody since then. It's like one uh, or two K's a game. It's bizarro world. Prim- primary changeup guy, you know, that that can yeah, primary changeup guys I think can, can kind of come and go. Uh, I mean, look at you know, the good Sandy Alcantara, you throw like a 90 mile an hour, whatever change up, but yet his strikeouts wouldn't be dominant. So um, I think you're a little bit more finicky on strikeouts when that's your primary pitch. And that is Wicks like primary pitch. So uh, let's go to some listener questions. Mike uh, said, which uh, with Mitch Garver possibly being shut down, who should I look as a replacement? We just talked about, I just talked about this on CBS where we're like, we'll cut Sean Murphy for Mitch Garver. And then Garver goes and gets hurt. You got a replacement or two. Luis Campisano would be one I'd be looking to right away. Um, Bo Naylor has actually picked up the pace quite a bit in Cleveland, and they got a lot of right-handed pitching against to face coming up. And then just check your leagues. I know he should be gone, but Logan Ohapi is still hitting really, really well. And surprising, not everybody jumped back in on that right away. Yeah, if Ohapi was out there, he's been a top yeah. 
10 over the last two he's weeks. Got five RBI. over the last two weeks. He's, yeah, back. he's been a freaking yeah. monster. He, and don't sleep on Jonah Heim. He'll get to play every day again. And he's a couple weeks off from getting back. So maybe you got that going for you. I too. just don't know if Jonah Heim is out there, but if he was, sure, yeah. I would do that. But yeah, that, that, Camposano and uh, Bo Naylor would be my two. I, I, I'm with agreement on that. I mean, I also think like, you know, if uh, Moreno was out there, I might look at Moreno. He might have been cut, good, you know, average oh, yeah. and whatnot. And Patrick Bailey just returned from the concussion. I gets Coors all weekend, so you got that going for you, too. Yeah, they kicked Joey Bart to the curb. Yep. Uh, Michael says, what are we doing with Jazz? How about Ellie? I think you're just a general question. I think you can, if you have viable options, you can move on from either one of these guys with a week left or so to go in your uh, in your playoffs. I don't think you have to hold. You kind of want to. Maybe bench, but... Maybe wait and see on Jazz's news on Friday because they're going to be playing as well. That's the thing with Thursday when not many teams play, you don't get any news. So you got to just be a little more patient, wait for the news to come out by lineup lock and go from there. If you can't wait, then yeah, I'm with you, Welsh. But I, I'd wait a little longer if you could. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Lee said, okay, second round of playoffs are next week. I'm dropping Gavin Williams for Javier Assad and then starting Burns, Ryan, Assad need two more. By the way, I kind of agree with this one. I think Assad... Um, Gavin Williams has just been too inconsistent. Ooh, and Strikeouts Gavin gets, are there. Tech, gets Texas too. Yeah, so I think that is a good move. So he needs two. Scuba at Detroit, Clevenger who has two starts, or Garrett versus the Mets. Um, I'm going to go Clevenger. Clevenger's the easy one with the two starts. But I think I might go Garrett. I just don't. I don't trust facing the Dodgers. I love Scooble. Scooble's been nothing but amazing, especially over like the last month or so. Like he had a couple hiccups early. He's been awesome. I the Dodgers, man. I just avoid the so yeah, club dog and uh, Garrett too. What will be tough is if he goes off today. He's pitching. Scooble's pitching today, so if yep. he has like He's this got a great, great performance against the Angels, that's going to help him. Yeah, it, I think it'd be tough to cut him. Um, I uh, here's what I would say. I think Garrett and Scooble are close enough that Scooble is just the better pitcher with the better strikeout upside. Then Garrett, that I could justify with a really good performance today, being like, you know what, let's hold on to Scooble. Let's see where we're at next week. Because Garrett isn't good enough to be like, oh, yeah, just drop Scooble because of a bad matchup. Keep Clevenger and then maybe wait on the next move. Let's let see what happens today. Yeah. And then because okay. your, your final week, Garrett gets two starts against the Mets and the Pirates. Uh, Bill had said, am I crazy thinking about keeping Gunner over Vlad next year? Not crazy no. at all. No, it's That's not crazy. crazy. I, I would keep Gunner over Vlad personally. Yeah, I'm I'm just dude, still banging away at my uh, my dynasty ranks here, so it's not. Uh, speaking of CJ Abrams or Royce Lewis in a dynasty league, Royce Lewis. Ooh, I I, I, I love CJ Abrams. Abrams. I love CJ Abrams. Royce Lewis is a five kid. Well, CJ's showing. I mean, CJ Abrams might steal power. fifty and has okay, close to twenty. Let's, say, let's and put has it this no way: Is there like a round preference you're holding for these two? Because they're actually a lot closer than I think. Sure. Yeah, I th I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Abrams. Uh, Royce has. Serious, serious medical history, but Royce has been insane. Um, I think they're close. Close. CJ Abrams is so much more of a dominant stolen base guy. It's him. Yeah. But to Baba's point, if it was like Abrams at a five and Royce at a ten, I'd probably keep Royce yeah. here. So I think it's it's that's a great question. That's a lot closer. I think people realize at first glance. Yeah. Whips said Joe Ryan two starts next week at Cincinnati and versus the Angels. Too risky to start in weekly league. No, nah, you do it just because I oh, hate baby. Great American, but the Reds are struggling and you want that Angel start badly. Yeah, I do it. Uh, should I start Michael King over Sonny Gray? Uh, let me see. I mean, oh, yeah, I have to see what the matchup uh, is, but my initial it. is no. Minnesota next week. Gray's got the Angels. That's going to make it great out the gate. King has got trying to play Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray, easy. Yeah, hundred yep. percent agree with that. Um, Brian says, Sale, Wright, or King? Which two to have the next two weeks? 
Okay, let's, let's I would go with King and say I don't need to see what Kyle Wright. I'm just not. I'm not That's a Kyle fair. Wright yeah, guy. Kyle Wright shouldn't be in the agenda. You are correct there. Yeah, I'm just not into that. No. Uh, finally, Giolito in a points league tonight championship match down by 40. You're in a points league. Maybe I think he's going to get blown up because he's going to get Giolito. destroyed. You might be. You might be down 80 by the time that's done. Yeah. So I mean, can you add? Can you drop him and pick someone else up today? Yes, that's a good point because like, like he's probably not in. He's probably not a negative, <laughs> but like. If he's not could, much of a positive either. If someone else were out there, yeah, I, I would not, by the way. I would try yeah, to can not you find a, yeah, a, a long shot chance of a save somewhere. I don't know. No, thanks. Uh, all right. Thank you. Good questions. Thank you, guys. Hopefully that'll help you out uh, going into the weekend. Injuries. Mitch Garver, as we mentioned, he left with left foot soreness. That could be bad. On the good side, the Rangers are saying that there's some optimism that Josh Young will return for the Monday series against the Red Sox. So maybe he got dumped in some league. He might be back on Monday. Uh, Brewers, Craig Council told reporters that he expects Christian Yelich to return um, here Friday for the Friday series against the Nationals. So that's good. And the Orioles, uh, Orioles manager Brandon Hyde told reporters that Ryan Mountcastle is not an injured list candidate, which is frustrating to me. MRI came back clean on the left shoulder. That might be a little bit of a death blow for Heston Kerstad. He didn't start yesterday. He pinch hit. They had, um, what's his name? O'Hearn at first base. Mountcastle comes back soon. That's going to kind of dink it out a little bit. So Kerstad might not be uh, the best option right now moving forward. Uh, Three up and three down. Up, Rafael Devers, four for six with a homer. Corey Seager, three for four with a homer and three RBI. And how about Josiah Gray? Kicking myself. I was asked this on CBS. I almost said Josiah Gray. I didn't. He went six and one third, struck out 10 yesterday. What a great start that was. On the down, Merle Kelly falling apart. Oh, it's too hot in Arizona. What he keeps saying. Five innings, gave up seven earned runs, just got blasted. Kevin Gossman, four and two thirds, gave up four, walk six. And Anthony Santander, 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Those are some big old downs. And the continued vibe of uh, high-end starting pitchers screwing you over. Gossman and and Merle's not a high-end starting pitcher, but like, it's brutal. Like, what Gossman did, that destroyed your ratios. It destroyed your whip, um, hurt your earned runs. That was a really, really brutal blow. But, you know, them's the playoffs, right, Bubba? Yes, they are. Them the breaks, as they say. So, yep. The breaks. Uh, let's go and check out prize picks promo code leading off. It is prize picks time. You can go and make a deposit $100 uh, match because it's a 100% match up to a hundred bucks. So you get a free hundred dollars back to you. You can start creating some prize pick lineups today and uh, make some monies. How are you uh, going to price pick today? How am I going to price pick today? We're looking at the Wilmer Flores over half a run scored in Coors. I'll take that all day. Royce Lewis over one and a half total bases as he continues to just be a machine at the plate. And then going back to Coors, Mike Yastrzemski over one and a half total bases. Uh, over the last week, he's played phenomenal, and uh, I think that's going to keep going for sure. Yeah, I actually thought he's another one of those guys. Um, we did this on ITL yesterday, but I had mentioned he might be one of the pickups to look at. I picked him up in a league uh, mm-hmm. where I DJ Stewart keeps going in and out of lineup. So yep. I, I picked up Yastrzemski. He's been really, really good. So that might be a solid one. Uh, for me, I've got Justin Steele, fantasy score 31 and a half. Diamondbacks can obviously play up, but Steele has been ridiculously phenomenal. Diamondbacks are trending in the wrong direction. So 31 and a half, especially going up against Brandon Fott, that win is probably going to help uh, just in general because I think Justin Steele's in line for that. I'm going Corey Seager, eight and a half, because Noah Syndergaard. So I I think he might get this in his first at bat because Noah Syndergaard is trash. So I'm going to go with Corey Seager and Jose Altuve, eight 
He was a sneaky guy I actually wanted to get a bet in on because of a nice, good uh, BVP versus Zach Granke. I wanted to get him in a little hit parlay, but they want two for Jose Altuve because of his history with uh, Zach Granke. Uh, speaking of best bets, Bubba, where are you going to play some bets today? I need to get back on track, so yeah. let's get going. Going back to Coors again, J.D. Davis over one and a half total bases at plus 120. He's hitting well over 300 over the last since September started with a, with a couple home runs. I love what he's doing there. Uh, and then I took a couple first fives, mixed it up a bit for you. Cincinnati first five minus 120. Hunter Green has been outstanding his last two starts. He's not in Great American. Going against Peterson, like my chances there. And then I love Scooble. We kind of talked about earlier. Griffin Canning's awesome, too. It should be actually an interesting pitching duel. Two bad offenses kind of in Anaheim. But give me Detroit first five minus 130. Yeah, I'm about that, Griffin Canning. So I got four things for you. I've got the Atlanta-Miami first five, four and a half over. I always hate saying these because they sound so ridiculous. It's juiced up a bit, but you know what? When I have a bad week like I did Wednesday, I want to get back to the basics. Um I'm betting for five runs to be scored through the first five against Johnny Cueto and uh, on the Braves. And then Bryce Elder is on the docket. So I feel good about that one. You could play it to five and a half and get much better odds. That's fine. I'd be fine with that. I think there's going to be runs scored. So I like that Atlanta, Miami, first five, four and a half. I like the Yankees to be up by a run through the first five. That's Garrett Cole going up against Oviedo. That is minus one thirty. I like Scooble today on the strikeouts, five and a half over. It's juiced up at one minus 140. But the Angels, they have struck out the third most over the last three games. They just strike out a bunch. And Scooble has like seven plus strikeouts and like six straight starts. So I'm in on Scooble. And then finally, just to get the juices flowing a little bit, I did a hit parlay. Judge, Riley, and Tatis all to register just one hit. That pays plus 175. So almost two to one on your money if you want to get a little hit. I like doing those hit parlays sometimes. Those are fun. Though, you know, I like it. one screws you. If you want it, I also point out, if you just did Judge and Riley, you could just get straight even money. If you just want to bet on both of those guys getting hits, you can do that. So there is no Corbin Carroll today, as I said, Corbin. Like I just, I'm wearing the shirt in solidarity. I just didn't in, have in the memory. I, I will tell you what I thought about doing today. I, but I thought it, I don't know if it'd be like inappropriate. I got kicked back one time, by the way, on one of our destinations that I wasn't allowed to do. So now I have it like in the back Great of my destination head. too. Yeah. I got it in the back of my head for a little bit. But I was gonna do the one of me and Corbin in front of the the fake alien, the 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 Mexico press conference of the we found the thousand year old. That would have been amazing. Would that have been good? I just that would have been amazing. I thought I might have gotten kicked back about staying current. Well, I told you I'm trying to stay current. It would have been like us. And there's actually a really funny picture that had like the two fake little coffins and it like we would have been standing in front oh, of them. It might have been too morbid. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have gotten kicked back or not. So I decided yeah. not to uh, Better to ask for forgiveness and beg for permission. Yeah, exactly. Uh, DFS. I almost skipped DFS here. Did you, DF, did you did you do DFS or was that the best? We, we've only done bets. DFS, we got a 13 okay. game slate on Friday starting at 705 Eastern. There's a lot of pitcher and hitting options. There. I'm just going to name a few. Justin Steele going into Arizona at 10.1K as he continues his NL Cy Young run. Tariq Skubal, talking talk about him. He's 9K versus the Angels, and Griffin Candy's 8.2K. I like both those guys, like in a big, big way. So mix and match them, play them together. I don't care. So have some fun with that. Stacks, Giants at Chase Anderson and Coors. Houston versus Granky. Twins versus Schultons. And if you want to get different, KC versus Christian Javier. Twins are super cheap. That's part of the value here. You get Alex Kirilov at 2.8K versus Schultons. There's other cheapies in Walner, Willie Castro, and whatnot. Um, Sedan Rafaela, he's been leading off for Boston this last few games, hitting over 300 since called up. Yeah. A couple of home runs of late as well. He's 3.1K versus Barrios. And you got Richie Palacios going up against Aaron Nola. Palacios, 2.5K. The flying Palacios is 
of St. Louis and Joshua of Pittsburgh have been sneaky good of late. So I like their value as well. <laughs> just turn the Palacios's into like the Graysons, like he's yes, like Robin. I, I just, I just the flying Graysons, the flying Palacios. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get them in the Luch Libre ring. Did you, by the way, did you do a nice little tongue roll on the brioche? You're like brioche. Yeah, I saw, I heard that. Don't yeah. think I didn't acknowledge that. So yeah, right. I got to keep Joey P. Might not be here, but I'll keep him in spirits. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, there were a couple other pick. I just do it real quick since we're kind of burning today. Um, Victor said, "Can we trust Bailey Ober at the White Sox tonight?" I would not. If I was desperate, um, yeah. I would try not to. But if you if your options are Ober and Giolito, trust Ober. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mason said Heim or Ramuto for the final two weeks. Head-to-head points. I would actually go Heim, I think. Yeah, I think that's where you go. Ramuto, it's just tough to give up on. Like, if anybody can get hot, it's him. But yeah, go Heim, go Heim. Do you think uh, Sheehan can get it back together in Detroit on Monday? Again, here's why I think it could, but why do I not want to do it? Because it's a Monday to start the week. If you were a two-week and it was spreading over, maybe, and I needed to just take a shot, I don't want to start my week off bad. So I'm not going to do that one at all. And then uh, the only other one, BT said, or BTF yes. said, should I stream green today? Hunter yes. Green. Yes, okay. yes, you should. So then do it. Uh, home run calls here. Oh, we got the home run. I forgot I have the home run board here. Mm-hmm. I forgot because I got knocked off of it. So who cares? <laughs> Conveniently forgot, yeah. Yep. Uh, Blue Harvester, uh, 58. This is going to push 60, dude. JJ Tater, 54. Razor Ramon, 53. Those are the only in the 50s. Still a pretty tight race. Once we get to like the end of next week, if it's a four or five gap, I think it's going to be pretty tough to uh, to try to make that up. You've got uh, Bobby Good, Bench Warmer, Hoffman, Wonky up at 45, MT Fisherill. Those guys got all 45 there, and Mr. Zamboni as well, and BHB Daddy 44. So that's what it takes to make the top 10. I've got 43, so I got knocked off. So I am a loser, big old loser. Who are you going for your home run call today? Since it's a weekend play, I want four games in Coors Field. Give me Chris Bryant, who has returned and shut me up. Two home runs since his return. He's got four hits in three games. I'll take Chris Bryant. Wow. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to give it. I'm going to do a cheap one. I'm going to go with Matt Olson over the weekend. Just give me Matt Olson today through the rest of the weekend. They got right, down two today. home runs for Welsh and move along. Just trying to get up a few more homers, trying to get going. Uh, that's going to do it. Four more shows. Make sure you guys are locked in with us. Hang out with us. Or I'm sorry, not four more shows. Two more weeks. So six Six. more shows. I can't count. (laughs) Maybe I'm thinking of another show. There's only four more shows. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube. Also, you just want to be here for the offseason so you don't miss anything. Thank you guys for that. Hang out with us live. You podcasters, keep subscribed as well. With us, so make sure that you enjoy it. I'll try to get Joey P here uh, at one of those as well, right towards the end of the season. We'll be back again next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, prep you for everything that we possibly can. That's Bubba on the Twitter's at BDN Trick. I am at Is It the Welsh. We love you all. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. We're out of here.